Hello and welcome to the First Class Escapes podcast brought to you by First Class Holidays. Now, I just absolutely love travel. Um, I'm always traveling as much as I can. And if you're looking to be inspired like I am most of the time uh, by some of the most incredible destinations from around the world, then you are certainly in the right place. Thank goodness. Phew. So join us on a journey now of discovery for beautiful destinations as we get advice, tips and the insider knowledge from people who've actually been there. Um, that's that's of the essence, I think. I'm TV and radio presenter Jenny Powell and I'm your host. And this time we're delving into the wonderful destination that is Canada. Now, we're joined by the lovely Dan, who's Managing Director at First Class Holidays, who's got all the advice that we need on booking the perfect break. So first of all, Dan, you are the man. I'm the man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, so, so first of all, just tell us what to expect um, for for this week. Well, it's just nice to be talking about travelling again, isn't it? And oh. um, going to some amazing destinations. Canada is my favourite destination. Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying that because Adam's on the podcast, but it's just a, an amazing destination. And we're just going to get into why you would want to go to Canada, some of the places you can go, how long you need to spend there, and some of the ways to travel. And it's just... Um, it's it's one of those destinations which is on everyone's bucket list. Mm-hmm. A little bit like some of our other destinations, Canada, um, America, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand. It's a bucket list destination, and we'll get into some of the reasons why today, hopefully. Yeah, I mean the thing is, it's vast, isn't it? It's a huge, huge country, like the second. It's the second biggest, biggest. country, yeah, behind Russia, and it's um, like you say, it's vast, and there's so much. So much to do. You say vast, I say vast. Yeah. <laughs> There's a north-south divide already. <laughs> but yes, it, and it's one of those things, for someone like me, it's quite overwhelming. You know, um, a certain stage of my life, I've got so much going on um, and I could really do with a bit of inspiration and a bit of... Some, well, just somebody who's experienced, you know, dealing with people like me for a start, yep. you know, who can read my mind and then just tick the box and say, one satisfied customer. So hopefully we're all going to be that by... The, no pressure... Adam, as well, or Dan, because um, on the line also is Adam Hamner from Destination Canada. Hey, Jenny. Hello. Adam, nice to see you and hear you. Yeah, no, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Like I've said, I'm sure you heard, it's such a huge place, Canada, and it's somewhere where I know it's just got such a variety of um, of attractive places that, you know, for an adventure. Um, but I need to speak to somebody like you because hopefully you can help us um, with uh, making the right decision about where to go. Yeah, well, no, definitely. Hopefully I can help. Um, yeah, you probably hear I'm not Canadian. Uh, I am a Brit, <laughs> but um, I kind of I'm closing in on honorary Canadian status. Yeah, I mean, I've, I work for Destination Canada. So we're the tourist board. So our job is to kind of work with people like Dan to get more Brits going out to Canada. And and yeah, I've been very fortunate. I've been probably about 15 times. So um, I've got some pretty good experiences that, I mean, I'd love to share with you. But yeah, I think, you know, it is a big country. It's the second largest country in the world. Um, We've got 10 provinces and three territories to explore. Um, You know, many of them are actually bigger than um, sort of European-sized countries. But um, it does make it a great place to get off the beaten track. And I think something that we all really want a little bit of is... um, some some great outdoors and some space and and Canada really really has that you know the UK fits into Canada about forty times so um, there's plenty of room to get kind of off the beaten track and out into nature but but it isn't difficult and and that's the key thing and and hopefully we'll be able to kind of share our experience of that with, with you today. 
Yeah, and the thing is, in the past couple of years, I reckon we've all sort of had to, we've we've taught ourselves to become sort of adventurers, really. You know, we've all made an extra effort to get out and about. We've all had time to think about, do you know what, life's short. I've got to make the most of the next time I go away. And I think probably Canada has just just about everything on on everyone's wish list you know and, and why do you think you know there's lots of places we could go to but why do you think Canada in particular well you know it's it's just got a huge amount to offer I mean the one thing that people don't often realize it is actually a bit closer than you think so you can actually get to Newfoundland and Labrador in five hours uh Toronto is a seven can and you? Half. five hours I never knew that I thought it was a right schlep yeah, there you go. Five hours. And then Toronto and Montreal, you know, it's like a seven and a half hour flight. So it's near the New York. Um, and then if you want to head over to the West Coast, um, to the Rockies, to Vancouver, you're looking at sort of nine, 10 hour flight. So and I always say it's really nice flying time. You know, you leave around midday with the time difference you get there around three or four in the afternoon. And we've got plenty of airlift as well. So you've got options flying from Manchester, Edinburgh, Glasgow. This is direct flights in Toronto. And then Obviously, out of London, we've got lots of options with um, Air Canada, British Airways, Air Transat and WestJet um, flying, you know, east and west coast. So, yeah, so that that is one thing um, that that people don't often realise. I mean, it's obviously English speaking and French speaking. um, And we've got a really good, you know, got a very sound health transport and tourism infrastructure. And the Canadians are super friendly. I mean, they really are uh, super genuine they're good fun and they've got very high service levels. So you get that North American sort of if you've been to the US where, you know, they're really good at service. You get that in Canada, even, you know, if you're even if you're staying in a hostel or a B&B. And then also one thing that we're trying to talk more about is um, is the indigenous people. The, and we've got a lot more kind of indigenous tourism experiences. So you can kind of get that real unique um, authentic experience in Canada. So, yeah, I mean, I think it, it, it offers a level of familiarity um, with English speaking um, and obviously lots of connections with the UK. Uh, I mean, in the east, we've got Nova Scotia, which is one of the provinces, which is New Scotland. So you've got a lot of, um, you know, whenever I tell people about my job, they're like, oh, I've got a cousin in somewhere and I've got, you know, an auntie here. And and you do have that link. So, you know, people are super friendly. They love the royal family. They'll get talking about the royals at any at the drop of a hat. So w- watch out for that. <laughs> I'll take a few OK and Hello magazines with me then, shall I? And funny you should say that. I have got an auntie in, uh, yeah, in Vancouver. Yeah, and she's very friendly, but I've still never been. And that's the thing. I'm hanging on your every word, actually, because I'm like, right, because I've really, I've, it's always been on my list and I've not done it yet and I really should go and see my aunt but maybe maybe if you sort of like tempt me with other areas she'll have to be at the bottom of the list but, but so, where is she about? she's in Vancouver I don't know yeah yeah I don't know enough about <laughs> her yet I mean I send her the old Christmas card no I should you should go and see her actually and, and I mean this is the challenge we have a bit with Canada is that it, it is on people's list but but they always put off going so we're hopefully going to persuade you to book for next year. I mean, the other thing right now with Canada is it's open, um, which is is an advantage in that, you know, you can actually go there, whereas certain countries at the moment, you know, it, they're not open. So and we, we've been open since the 7th of September. So if you're double vaccinated, um, you just need to do a negative PCR and, and you can go, no problem. So I think that is something um, 
that's obviously important that you can actually get there. And, and you know, now we're really looking at, you know, if people really want to go, um, you know, now they can. And, 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 you know, obviously we've got a really good winter there. So if people ski uh, or they want to go for like a winter wonderland experience. You oh, know, now um, you're talking a winter wonderland. You've sold it to me already. Dog sledging. Fancy okay. dog sledging? Dogs, uh, do you know what? I have done that once, but not in Canada, but I, d- I did enjoy it. Where did you do that? Uh, I did that in, uh, was it Norway? Yeah. I didn't do Lapland, but it was somewhere a bit off off the beaten track. Is it hard work? Because I've not done it myself, but everyone says it's really hard work. It is. It's quite a physical you thing, just think actually. you're just going to go down and the yeah, dogs are going to do dogs the work. Are, but... No, it's not like that. <laughs> no, it's quite physical. If you're sat in the sled, it's, it's easy. Have you done it, Adam? Yeah, no, I've done it a few times. But yeah, if you're hanging off the back, that... That's a little bit harder. Um, <laughs> Do you know what you said then? <laughs> Sorry. But, so, Dan, also, I was just thinking, what, what kind of, what's the sort of demographic for this sort of, you know, the age group and the type of person that's going to want to go to Canada? Or, or Adam, but well, I was just... The beauty is, I mean, we just had, um, like Adam said, the border opened on the 7th of September and we had the first two customers that went were contrasting demographics so we had a young couple that were on the honeymoon and they hired a motorhome and they went through you know through the rockies and they had a great time um and then we had a a retired couple who were going out to see the sun for the first time in 19 months so it's very contrasting we tend to get most people that go tend to be you know semi-retired or retired but there is a younger demographic that are a little bit more adventurous um but saying that like you said earlier on there's more people now that are willing to do more adventurous stuff than there were you know, Absolutely. A couple of years ago, and, yeah. and um, times are changing. So, I've, I've actually got borderline on a beach. I never thought I'd ever hear myself <laughs> say that. But even me, this, the, the woman who just wants to just like, that's a sunbed. I'm not moving. Well, you can it. still do that, but you can just but have just, three or four holidays a year and do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that another time. But yeah. this has really got me, you know, got me thinking. Because um, th- we bought a camper van, so again, you sort of a lot of people have over in the UK. But it's great practice because then when you get out into another, like if you did a road trip in Canada, it just sounds like the perfect destination, and you're already sort of used to. And the know, roads are so big, so and yeah. It's it's called a motorhome, not a car- uh, not a camper van. Oh, so sorry, okay. It's much bigger. A motorhome. Um, or an RV. Have you seen what's the film yeah. um, with Robert De Niro? Meet the is it Meet the Fockers? Yeah, you'll be careful how I say that. But yeah, uh, but you did well. Is it Winnie? They call it Winnebago. Yeah, Winnebago. Also, you do when you're on the telly or anything like that, and you haven't got you know, and you're out in the sticks, you get a Winnebago. Winnebago, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I had one next to Alan Titchmarsh once. Did yeah. you? Yeah, I used to. I used to sort of like pop into his Winnebago every now and then, and then his <laughs> wife, his wife sort of smelt a rat, and then she appeared. I was like, I'm not going to do anything. It's Alan. <laughs> I mean, come on. But, uh, we digress. So, uh, I mean, probably some Alan Titchmarsh, he'd love to be in Canada, I would have thought. Would. That's right up his street. Yeah, I mean, the, the wildlife. I mean, RVs, um, yeah, as we, we call them, have become really popular. So actually renting, you know, often people think, oh, in New Zealand, it's very popular to rent an RV. But people don't always think about that in Canada. But it is a great way to see you're in control of your space, your time. And yeah, I mean, just to kind of talk more about a little about self-drive as well i mean i personally think if people want to go to canada it's the best way so you know either in an rv or renting a car but yeah alan would love it i mean the wildlife is phenomenal and it is a big draw you know we've got um the bears so we've got like the grizzly bears and, and the black bears and um, particularly more out in western canada so which is british columbia and and alberta in, in jasper um and whistler as well and then um we've also got the whales as well so you get like the orcas which you know some people know as the killer whales and then you get all the 
other whales that hunt back the Atlantic whales, and they're on the west coast, but also on the east coast as well. So in the Maritimes, so Newfoundland, Labrador is a really good whale watching place, but also in Quebec, um, the St Lawrence River. You can even see a blue whale there as well. So it, it, the wildlife, you know, and you've got all the bird life as well. So all the um, the eagles and and we've got moose, we've got beavers, we've got chipmunks, you know, all these little guys that um, we don't get over here are, are great fun and people love seeing them. Oh, it just sounds incredible. It really does. And it's like, I love the way you're sort of mapping out different provinces. I've obviously got different things that you could go for. I mean, you, you pretty much covered it there. Um, you know, but sort of style of holiday then. You know, um, just tell us about the different province and what what it what would be great for if you if you went for a certain type, as it were. Of yeah, all. yeah. Well, I mean, there's sort of different types. So, you know, one of the popular ones um, that people sort of have on their bucket list is is doing the Rocky Mountaineer, which is is the, the the great train that goes through the Rockies. So that you either go from Vancouver to Jasper or Banff or or the other way. It's a two day train journey. You don't actually sleep on the train. You overnight in a hotel. But that is super popular. So that actually would... is. But I have slept on a train and done one of those before. And I think actually doing the train in the day, but then sleeping in a hotel is not a bad idea. Just from experience. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that said, actually, um, so Via Rail, which is the, the national rail, um, you can sleep on their trains, and they're great. I've done it. It's, it's it's really well set up for it. So you know, if you want to do a really big train journey, you can do the Canadian, which basically goes from um, Toronto to Vancouver. Um, but you could also just do through the Rockies to Vancouver as well. So that rail cruise is is so a lot of people like to, to do an Alaska cruise, which is very popular. So they'll do the Rocky. They'll do some nights to the Rockies, they'll do the Rocky Mountaineer, they'll do some nights in Vancouver, and then they'll do the Alaska cruise, either pre or post. And then also we've got cruising on the East Coast as well. So you can cruise up from New York, Boston, around the Maritimes into Quebec. Um, so so that, that's another option. Rail and cruise is one. You know, we talked a bit about wildlife. I mean, for a lot of people, that's a real draw. I didn't talk about the polar bears. You can go up to Churchill. I can't Manitoba believe you forgot and, the polar bears. I know, and, and, and see the polar bears. <laughs> and yeah, I've been lucky enough to do that. And then if you go in the Did summer, you see one? Did you see a polar bear? Yeah, I did. And I saw them swimming as well. They're, they're no phenomenal way. swimmers, actually. Like, they wow. literally swim 50 miles. They're like amazing. Oh, I just, just, just when you saw it, just tell me. For, I know, I've just got, but I can just see it now. You're there. You know, there's just the expanse of snow and mountains, and you're chatting, saying, "Yeah, this is a lovely trip. We're never going to see one." And then there it is. Tell yeah, us, no, that it is phenomenal. It, I mean, I think you know, I'm not huge like animal fan, but actually, like. Canada's converted me. I mean, yeah. th- that that sort of experience you get when you, when you see a whale, and and you know, there's the sort of the thrill of the hunt in a way and trying to see one and, and find it. And and then, yeah, you just get an amazing rush. I mean, it's phenomenal. But it's once in a lifetime stuff, isn't it? Are you, you're making, well, it is. Yeah. It is. And, and you know, actually in Churchill, you can also see them on foot as well, which is another level of kind of getting, getting a, you know, if you go to Churchill Wild, they, they offer like um, walking safaris as well. So, so yes, yeah, so, you know, the wildlife is, is a huge draw and I would you know I mean any holiday people going they should they should tap into that but um and then you know I mean I guess we talked a bit about sort of rail and cruise um ski you know we've got some of the best skiing in the world we've got some of the best heli skiing in the world so people that are really sort of serious sort of powder hounds can you know go to and heli ski up in British Columbia it's, God you it's lost fun, me now Pow- powder hound 
Well, yeah, like there's really good powder snow. So people like to snowboard or like powder ski. It's just really good snow, which just makes for good skiing. So, yeah, so the skiing's great. Um, but then, yeah, I talked a bit about that winter wonderland. We're seeing a bit of a growth in that, actually. People going out in the winter not skiing. But, yeah, like doing the snowmobiling, doing the snowshoeing. Um, that We've got a nice hotel in Quebec. Um, and then there's some great carnivals as well up in the East Coast. So we've got like Winterlude in Ottawa and the Quebec City Carnival. So you can go and have a phenomenal sort of winter experience, you know, proper snow. Um, and they do it really well. So, you know, that's that's another type of holiday. But then you, you can also just do a city break. You know, like I said, Toronto, you could go, you know, people go to New York for, for a weekend. You could go to Toronto for a weekend, see Niagara Falls, do some shopping, um, you know, and and have a fab time. So, yeah, there's, there's different types of holiday. But but most people are kind of, you know, the stuff up that I really recommend doing is, is actually, like I said, is, is doing the self-drive, getting out there, exploring it, seeing it at your own pace. I think we're all appreciating nature so much more, isn't it? It's like get out in the nature, <laughs> if that's an expression, get out in well, the it, nature. Well, it is. And, and I think the good thing about the cities over there is is they're all, they're, they're quite a bit smaller than the UK or, you know, most of them. Um, and, you know, the, the, but the nature is within the city as well. They've got great parks and, and you know, you can have that, that experience you know, just very close to city. So again, because again, Canada's big, you kind of think, oh, you know, how am I going to do this? But but actually, you know, getting out, you know, you fly into Calgary, so Banff, which is kind of one of our favourite uh, famous places in the Rockies, it's only a 90 minute drive from Calgary Airport. So you can literally land, you can get up to the Rockies and be there, you know, and enjoying the the, the, the fresh air sort of straight away. So, um, and I think this is where, you know, Dan comes in and first class holidays and, and, you know, I think even more so now, you know, in, in the new world we live in, you you need a travel advisor, you need an expert. Because, oh, I was uh, just saying before, you know, with Dan, I said, I think there was a time when a lot of people say, oh, I'll do it myself, I'll do my flights, I'll do it all separately. It's just too much. It's just too much. Um, and it actually ruins the whole experience because by the time you get there, you're so worn out and you feel so responsible. That's the thing. I feel responsible if I do it myself. Um, so that's why, I'd, you know, with first class holidays, it's just... It'd just be perfect just to delegate and just say, you know, especially with the, the sort of different restrictions and stuff going on now. Um, basically, Dan, it's um, your I problem. I think the thing is, I mean, <laughs> if you look at look at the way of the world now, everything's personalised. Mm. So if you think about a coffee, no one just has a normal coffee anymore. We were talking about coffees earlier. You don't just go in and order a latte. You order, a, you know, an oat milk, extra skinny, you know, caramel... Yeah. wet latte or whatever and well, like, you do. well I do yeah I just <laughs> that's like not mine by the way it's an but example <laughs> but um, you know so everything's personalised and holidays are the same you, you, Adam just said there are uh, more than one, more than a few ways to, to travel Canada I went in when I was young and I was backpacking and I went in through uh, I went to Boston I went in through Maine yeah. and did Toronto Montreal Quebec did Niagara uh, before that there's so many different ways to travel it and there's so many different things that people are into. You need to personalise it, and you can't really do that on your own. It's difficult. So, you know, you need to kind of get the advice from the experts and then sit down and say, well, you know, what what do we like doing? Like, for me, I like golf in the summer. I like skiing in the winter. You know, where's the best place to go and do that? And, and actually tailor-make it to, you know, to what you like. And that's the same with any destination now uh, that's not kind of a beach destination where you, you can just sit on the beach for two weeks. You need to personalise it. But like I say, it's the same with everything. Coffee, handbags, you get handbags personalised with your name on it. 
it's just the way of the world now. Yeah, it is. And it's much better. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> it's much better. Yeah. yeah, we're all happy customers as opposed to, well, I had to compromise a bit because, you know, the, the way the world is and the way that we can book these sort of holidays that you're telling me, they're literally tailor-made. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that's something now that I think we're all we're all sort of getting our heads round and we're all expecting almost. Um, and the other thing with, with Canada, I, I was saying, because it is so vast, is, of course, the weather, um, you know, and it's... Is there a best season to travel in or by the sounds of it, it just it depends on what you Again, want. Again, it goes back to what you like doing and yeah. the temperatures range, don't they, so much? Well, it's year round. I think this is the big misconception with Canada. People think it's cold year round and it really isn't. So, you know, most people are going to go June to September uh, and you go and you will get a tan. It will be warmer than the UK. You know, it does get up to like high 20s, early 30s. could get even hotter actually over in Toronto and stuff. So that is a big misconception that it's cold year round. It, it really isn't. So, you know, that's when most people will go June to September. But fall is, is, you know, autumn, or they call it fall, we call it autumn, is, is really, is, is, an, is a lovely time to go as well. And, 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 you know, people don't know Canada or don't often, we get the fall colours as well. You know, they, they get these wonderful oranges, these burnt oranges and reds, um, particularly in the eastern Canada. So, you know, Ontario, Quebec, the maritime provinces. So, you know, don't go to New England, you know, come to Canada and, and you, can, you can have your holiday and also have that experience. And then I've talked a bit about winter. Yeah, Dan's a keen skier. I, I like skiing as well. And, and you know, they, they do it well. So you can go um, and, and have that, that sort of winter experience. But, you know, th- there is a spring, which is quite short, depending where you are. And, and it is, is a lovely time out west. You get the cherry blossom in Vancouver and the bears start coming out of hibernation. Um, but, and you know, in, in the East Coast, we get on Newfoundland, we get the icebergs drifting down. So you can actually go in May and, and see icebergs and whales, um, you know. And again, this is only four and a half hours from Heathrow. So but summer is really the time to go for most people. And if you haven't got kids, you're probably going to go in June or September. Sounds perfect. No kids, icebergs, <laughs> polar bears. It's all there. <laughs> it, we've got it all. So what about moving around? You know, like, again, it's a huge country. So the transport links, etc. you know, I presume it's slick as. It's not like um, sort of travelling in Romania. That's another story, by the way. Yeah, no, it is good. And we've touched a bit on this. But, yeah, I mean, it's self-drive, definitely the way to go. Get a car, you know. it's And, and you know, first class will, will tailor-make that trip for you tell you how long, you know, how long have you got, you know, what do you want to see? Uh, and, and and they'll do that for you. And then, you know, you can just stop it. I mean, some of the best experiences I've had, you know, just driving and, you know, you have great experience, more, you know, just even stopping filling up for fuel and you get to meet people and, and you know, have those interactions with locals, which yeah, your lumberjack kind of, kind of shirt. made the trip. You know, well, you've got your lumberjack it. shirt on and yeah, you're you like... you got to fit in. <laughs> you got yeah, to fit in. <laughs> they have quite a good jerky as well in the, in the garages as well, you know, like that sort of funny little stuff like that. But, yeah, RVs is another. We talked about the camper fans. But, again, it you know, don't be put off... Don't be scared about getting a camper fan because actually it's, it's a great way to go. Um, and then, you know, if you if you don't drive, that's no problem. So, you know, we've got really good seat and coach tour operators as well. So where, um, you know, you'll go as part of an escorted tour. But if that's not your bag, then, you know, we can, do, you, you know, Dan will be able to do it for you with private transfers and the train as well. You know, the, the, the Via Rail is is, is, is excellent. And like you say, because it's English speaking, that takes, you know, 75% off the load of, you know, responsibility and sort of, of 
panic, you know, because I think, you know, the fact that everyone speaks English really does help, doesn't it? Oh, totally. Yeah. And they're, they're more than happy to help. I mean, they'll, they'll actually go out of their way to help you, um, particularly. I mean, the funny story I like to tell is, is particularly the Maritimes. I remember being in Newfoundland and um, we were just walking along the side of the road and we needed to cross the road, but um, probably not at the point we were at. And, and these cars were literally like second guessing us to sort of allow us to cross the road because like they, they were just being so friendly and so kind. So, yeah, I mean, it is it, they, they are wonderfully warm people. So, you, you know, if you get lost in Canada, you'll make some new friends, basically. <laughs> so have you got friends in Canada, Dan, or are you happy to make some? I'm, I'm always happy to make friends. Good. Yeah, I haven't got any. I have got some friends in Canada, but... <laughs> Well, you think they're your friends, but... Well, yeah, I'd never hear from them, to be fair. <laughs> and when, when we're sort of... So, so Dan, we come to you, we want to go yep. to Canada. What's the most important thing about planning that trip to Canada that we should bear in mind? The most important thing is to take your time. Don't rush, you know, understand what... Try and get as much advice from people that have been there and people that, um, you know, have got similar interests to you. That's important. So, again, if you're into wildlife, we have staff that, for example... Diane has been out to Canada for probably over 20 times and she's an absolute wildlife nut. You know, speak, speak, to, speak to them and take your time and plan in advance and tell us everything you want to do and then we'll obviously put something together and then again, you know, there's no rush to do it. Like Adam said earlier, there are certain times to go for wildlife. August, September, probably the best times. Mm-hmm. But again... It depends if you've got kids. It depends if you want to travel in that time. And and, the, and there's definitely a month for everyone, depending on what you want to do. And also, I think it's just, you know, feel free to ask questions. That's the other thing. Sometimes yeah. you just think, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to be told now and I'll just accept that and I'll just go for that because they know what they're talking about. But it is good to ask questions, isn't it? you know. Yeah, no, there's no daft question. No, well, there you go. There I like be. that. There might be, but <laughs> <laughs> until we've heard it. The only thing I would just throw in is, is, is don't bite off more than you can chew. You know, it, it is a big country. So don't sort of, if you've got two weeks, don't suddenly think you're going to do East and West Canada. That, that would be a bad idea. You'd be traveling too much. So just go for longer. You know, yeah. Well, it is go for longer. <laughs> yeah. And people have got longer, you know, go for three, three weeks plus and then you can look at doing East and West. But yeah, otherwise I'd, I'd, I'd pick a coast and. Pick a coast. Way. So, Adam, in the, uh, on that, um, you you really do know your Canada, if there's such an expression. And as Canada man, what, what's your favourite part then of Canada? Oh, well, I found this really hard actually. It's and I'm kind of it's a bit like children. I can't really have a favourite, you know. But um, oh, we've all got yeah. a favourite, really. <laughs> well, I know I had that conversation with somebody the other day. I disagree, but anyway, um, I picked out a few of my experiences which I'll, I'll whiz through, which, which I, I kind of have been my favourites. My first trip to Canada will, will always live a long time with me, and I ended up going to one of these wonderful like uh, wilderness lodges out on the west coast, so off Vancouver Island um, in the Great Bear Rainforest. And, you know, one day I saw dolphins, whales and uh, a mother and cub bears and it just literally blew me out of the water. So that experience of going to one of those bear lodges or wilderness lodges in British Columbia, I'd I'd highly recommend. But then, yeah, I talked a bit about uh, I mean, it's worth just talking a bit about the indigenous experiences. I mean, one of the great greatest ones has got a a fab name. It's called Head Smashed in Buffalo Jump. And basically (laughs) it's. It's 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 actually a museum, but it's it's really well done. And it's essentially, the indigenous people in the past, when they're hunting buffalo, used to drive them over a, a cliff, 
to, to basically to hunt them and, and then they sort of harvested them and you know they lived off that buffalo for a year and there's a really good interpretive center there and it's not far from calgary so that's that'd be definitely a recommendation and then i think i talked a bit about going up to churchill but the one the other thing i did if you go in the summer you can actually get in the water with beluga whales so i had this snorkeling experience with these beluga whales who are super inquisitive and just amazing um they've slightly changed the experience now but you can still get in the water with them and, and get up close to them it's phenomenal i'd always i'd always say to people you know canada was opened up the tra- a lot of the trading routes was opened up by by canoes these big voyager canoes so you've got to have a kayaking or canoe experience so you don't need to do it yourself you can go and you can be canoed or kayaked um it's it, you know it's it's really really fun and then you know i, I Cirque du soleil people often don't realize they're from from canada they're from uh, montreal and so seeing them uh in their home big top was was pretty special one of their shows i think they're coming to the albert hall again in in next year they normally come and and then yeah i mean i like food and wine and and the the seafood in 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 the maritime provinces so new brunswick is a place called st andrews is is a wonderful place you know and you get all the lobster and uh all the all all the all the, all the lovely sort of seafood and then yeah i think newfoundland labrador is is a great place and i ended up in um going up to gross moor which is one of the unesco world heritage sites there and it, it is stunning so um yeah i mean i think if you want a flavor of how friendly the canadians are you know go and see come from away which is the show in in, in the west end which is all about um how in 9-11 one of the, quite a lot of the planes got diverted to gander which is a town of seven thousand people and they ended up with another 10,000 or so people and they basically took them into their homes and then the show's about that and, and it really shows kind of how friendly and warm and welcoming the Canadians are so yeah that that's something to, to, to kind of get you a little taste of Canada and then yeah finally next year I'm hoping to go to the Yukon and see the Northern Lights because um, again people don't think of Canada for Northern Lights but it's a two-hour flight from Vancouver so if clients are going west they want to see the Northern Lights Dan will book them a little three-night extension up in Whitehorse, and, and there's a decent chance I see the Northern Lights. So a few little favourites there. Absolutely. And the, and the thing from just asking the question is that it's very tricky to choose a favourite because they're yeah, all favourites for different favorites. reasons. Yeah, I've got loads. <laughs> but yeah, it's tricky though because it's you know it's so wild and varied and adventurous and amazing that I think it would be. It's, a, it's an unfair question, actually. I'll take it back because there are just so many amazing places. Um, and it's been a real insight, um, Adam. It really has. Um, and uh, you're definitely, your job's worth at Destination Canada because um, if you don't know, nobody knows from what I, <laughs> from what I gather. Um, and yeah, thank you so much much for sharing your experiences and um yeah you've really got me you know you've got my heart pounding now because there's just uh, so many things there that i didn't even realize i'd like to experience but now i do orcas that's what i'm going to wake up tomorrow thinking orcas. you can never go on enough whale watching trips no no matter how many you've been on oh i'd love it absolutely love it and thank you once again adam for pleasure it's been a pleasure. Pleasure. Really, really enjoyed good. And Dan, can't let you go quite yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As our travel expert, how do we go about booking um, any of the sort of experiences that Adam's mentioned? So you can speak to us um, and then we'll put you in contact with one of our independent travel agents who will give you full financial protection. Uh, And that's the beauty of booking with an operator over doing it yourself, which you were saying at the start, is that you... 
you know, if anything does go wrong, which hopefully it won't, you've got full financial protection. And um, as a business, we've been going 26 years and we're the number one operator to Canada in the UK. So all I'd say is just, like I said earlier, take your time, spend longer. So like Adam said, rather than going for two weeks, go for three weeks, four weeks, even longer if you can, and do as much as possible and speak to the experts. And, um, you know, we love Canada, but, you know, as Adam showed there, he's been over 15 times and it is just... I think anyone that goes there just falls in love with it. It's an amazing place. It's like falling in with one big movie, as yeah, far as I'm concerned, it's, isn't it? It's just got it all. So um, much to do. Perfect. It really. It's been such a great chat. Honestly, I've really enjoyed it. I mean, the coffee was okay, <laughs> not quite up to Dan's standards, but there you go. Um, and thank you so much um, for listening to First Class Escapes. Um, I've been your host, Jenny Powell, um, and I hope you've been inspired. I certainly have by Canada and all that it can offer. Um, and that goes down to the inspiration that we have had from Adam at Destination Canada and the lovely Dan. Um, and a massive thank you goes to our special guest there. Um, thank you so much. Um, and if you've enjoyed this uh, episode then please subscribe wherever you get your podcast from so you can get the next episode on release day get it nice and fresh and do leave a review they're always really important and don't forget you can um, find your perfect escape for you by searching for first class holidays today right then I'm exhausted. I feel like I have been you need all a holiday. the way. I you do. Need a holiday. I, need to, I think it might be Canada, Dan. I'm not sure. See you next time for your next escape. <laughs>